The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. For every $25 you bet on college basketball, WinBet is giving you a chance to win a trip to Las Vegas for March Madness and $1,000 in free WinBet credits. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure you download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins, joined by our hosts. We got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing fantastic. Had a good last show, good Tuesday night, very profitable. Uh, Wednesday night, kind of a little, little down night, but we're going to bounce, bounce back here with it with a big slate here on Thursday night. Boys, I got to tell you something. I got to come out here to you, to the listeners, because I am a Roman Catholic. And uh, today is Ash Wednesday, which means the beginning of Lent, and that means Catholics have to give something up, and I'm giving up uh, alcohol as due every year, so it's going to be a a long uh, 40-odd days uh, for me, plus a lot less energy than I, I usually have on here. Um, so uh, bear with me. <laughs> we'll see how I do uh, with my sober picking and sober talking, but uh, yeah, just full disclosure there. Oh man, that must suck. Yeah, that's got to be tough to do, y'all. We're here for support, Joel. You know, if you need a, if you need an outlet, by all means. Yeah. If you want, if you want us to uh, drink one for you, just let us know. (laughs) You guys are rotten. (laughs) Gutless player. All right. Before we get going, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, That's the place to read. There's going to be so much shit going on, a guaranteed content-wise. March Madness, boys. That's kicking off pretty soon. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Get all your picks in. Massive golf tournament going on this weekend with the Arnie Palmer uh, Invitational. All the NHL picks will be posted up there. Uh, I would say baseball is getting ready to go, but that league just can't get their shit together. Shocker. It seems like those guys are on strike every fucking year. Um, but yeah, man, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, and as well. Shout out to all of our friends and pals at the fucking Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, uh, especially the hockey group, man. It's been popping off the past couple of days, you know, good and bad, but there's still uh, lots of content going around, lots of fun. Ryan's always throwing in live bets and stuff. I've been firing up the KHL picks since that league started up the playoffs about two days ago. Uh, Jolie's always in there talking shit, you know, stirring the pot. So get your ass in the Slack. Uh, it's an absolute blast. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack group. Yeah, I, I tailed one of those uh, 3 a.m. Ru- Russian hockey plays last night. I made, made some money on it, so thank you for that one. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a big month here for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We've got March Madness. we got the USFL coverage continuing. You said a golf. I mean, baseball. We have some college baseball stuff out there. So make sure you check that all out. Huge, huge uh, month for the network. So uh, and also subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast if you haven't already. If you have Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey or Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s and uh, leave us a five star rating and review. We, we had a, no new one for this week. So uh, want to have, we'll have a few more ready ready for next week. And make sure you follow the Twitter account. We're tweeting out some, uh, hopefully some graphics soon on there. Maybe get some some tidbits from the podcast. Follow us there at Hockey SGPN. All right, fellas. We'll move into our uh, last show's Mortal Locks, uh, Dogs and Total discussion here. Uh, Ryan, man, you did some work, buddy. Why don't you kick Ooh-hoo. us off? Yes, I did do some work, didn't I, for once. <laughs> on my lock, I had the uh, Golden Knights puck line plus 110 against the Sharks. It was uh, it was tough there. My uh, sphincter was definitely puckered there towards the end, but they pulled it out. <laughs> Sharks had the goalie pulled for like two minutes, and they couldn't hit it, but they were, they were up right through already. So so that hit. Uh, my dog had the Flames on the puck line, plus 220. 
easy win there, five one over the Wild after already beating them two days be- a few days before. Fortunately, my total I had the Senators Lightning under six. The Senators scored in their first two shots and then scored nothing else, but still the Lightning put up five, so lost that one. But still a great night for me there, two and one with hitting some two two plus odd plays. Uh, for myself, I had the Oilers minus one fifty five against the Flyers. Um, Miku Koskinen got the start. I thought it would be Smith, but it was Koskinen. Good thing, too, because he was uh, immense. He stopped 39 uh, shots. Um, and, uh, yeah, that the Oilers were uh, – it was a pretty equal, even game from what I saw, but a uh, better goalie prevailed there. And my dog was the Canadiens against the Jets. Uh, it was a wild game. Uh, they were down 4 nothing, and then they came back 4-4, four, four, but ended up losing 8-4. I mean – they were the better team in that game, from what I saw. Uh, but uh, fucking, uh, we didn't get the Hamburglar in that. We got uh, Montembeau, so I got screwed in that one. Uh, I think he could have uh, saved a few more there. And my total was the uh, Devils Blue Jackets over six and a half. And that was the easiest uh, bet on the board, really. Um, it just popped up right away. Minus 105, that 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 seemed pretty easy. I mean, the, the Devils, I think they're on a 25-3 and three run goal in the first 10 minutes it's, it's pretty nuts oh, so many shit it was uh yeah the the odds just keep getting higher and higher for that though it's like minus 180 every time now <laughs> um but yeah over six and a half easy one there uh four three i think is the final for the jackets all right i'm the only one that missed my lock here i had a minnesota money line versus calgary minus 110 it was supposed to be a pick em. i think both teams were paying off minus 110 at the time we recorded it uh truth be told i thought minnesota was going to put up more of a fight especially at home with their kick-ass home record uh they didn't stand a chance man calgary ran them into the ground uh calgary's the real deal dude they've been uh They've been shaping up to show that they're they're pretty solid out there in the, in the Pacific and looking to do some damage. Um, for my dog, I made up for it though. I had Anaheim money line versus Boston in plus one seventy. It got a little scary there. Boston came back to tie it up a little bit, but the Ducks prevailed. I called it. The Bruins were too busy doing a bunch of fucking blow in LA the night before. Couldn't handle it on the back to back. Um, but for my total, I had Carolina Detroit over six paying off minus one fifteen. Game started off pretty slow, man. I think there was only one goal uh after the first period, but it ended up uh hitting for me. So I don't know, we'll get a little bit lucky there on that one, but I'll take it, right? I think it went to overtime actually, right? It was three three going in there. So the uh the overtime goal <laughs> helped out for sure. Uh, as we ended up on the day there, I was up uh, 0.57 units. Ryan was up 3.4 units. Doing some damage, buddy. Clawing your way back. Uh, Jolie was up uh, 1.24 units as well. So a pretty positive day for the boys all around, eh? Yeah, it was finally good, good to see us all. all get uh, in the black there. Yeah, Usually there's somebody holding us back. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll uh, move down to our NHL news discussion topics this show. Truth be told, guys, we don't really have a lot going on. So we got one little uh, cool little piece here we'll get into. And then we're going to try something a little different. You know, it'll be quick, but we'll get to that when we get to it. Uh, the one piece of news we do have, Duncan Keith uh, set to return to Chicago for the first time. Um, what, he played there for about 13 years or something like that? Maybe 13, 15 years, won three Stanley Cups with the team. So this will be a this will be a pretty big game for Keith. Yeah, it's always cool to see someone go back like that, especially someone that was an integral part of a team's Stanley Cup run or multiple Stanley Cup runs like like Keith was. You know, he's he's not the player that he once was, but he'll go back to Chicago, get a long-standing ovation, and he definitely deserves it. Yeah, he almost uh, missed this game, too, because he was injured recently, but uh, he came back on Tuesday, so uh, no worries there. Uh, yeah, not much else to say, just... Uh, It'd be good for him to get back to his old team there, his friends. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, hopefully he's uh, good to go because I think I'm going to be on the Oilers in that game. Now, Keith's uh, never really been to, I shouldn't say never really, but it's not much of a goal scorer these days, eh? especially as a strong power defenseman. Maybe sprinkle a Duncan Keith anytime goal scorer, man. It'd be playing off well. Uh, the hockey gods work in mysterious ways, y'all. I'll probably throw a half unit on that just for shits. Uh, all right, boys, that's it for news. We got something a little bit different we're going to try here. All right. So Toronto Maple Leaf fans are absolutely fucking insane. Most of us are absolutely dumb as shit. Most of the time, they don't know what we're talking about. Most of the people not knowing what they're talking about are like 50 years old. 
with that being said, I'm in a Toronto Maple Leafs, you know, just a fan group on Facebook. And I, I had to share this with you guys. Some of the fucking trade comments and trade proposals I see are absolutely out of this world. So I scrolled through before the show. I found three of them and I just want to read them out loud. We'll go one by one. See what you guys think of this. OK, we'll start things off here. I'll read the quote. I'm not going to say these people na- people's names. I shouldn't out them. I've been saying this all year long. Josh Anderson is a stellar player. We need to trade Mitch Marner for Josh Anderson. <laughs> what do you think, gentlemen? One for one, Mitch Marner to the Habs within the division to a lifelong rival for Josh Anderson. Yeah, I don't no think way even that... Mark Bergevin makes that trade. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that can go wrong, you know? <laughs> All right, we'll move down here. This is one just from tonight, posted an hour and a half ago. Ilya Sorokin is signed to the same length as Peter Mrazek and a similar cap hit. I wonder if we can get him for Mrazek and three first-round picks. <laughs> what are your thoughts, boys? I-, I took a sip of beer as you were saying that, and, and I almost <laughs> spat it out when you said the three first-round picks. I thought it was just going to be one for one, and that's already bad enough. But just adding in the three first-round picks... That the Leafs may not even have, who knows, just to, to upgrade to Sorokin. <laughs> all right, this uh, this last one here, Jolie, this one's for you, bud, all right? all right? And I had to save the best for last. Fuck this team. William Nylander and Morgan Riley for JT Miller and Quinn Hughes. What do you think, Joel? <laughs> Sign it. Sign the deal right now. <laughs> Make this guy the GM. Fuck Kyle Dubas. <laughs> I don't I don't see Quinn Hughes being moved fucking ever, dude. This is absolutely insane. This is why people hate Leaf fans, all right? I get it. I fully get it, man. Like, honestly, if you're in the slack and you're going to give the Leaf shit, I, I understand. When there's shit like this going around, fuck, we deserve it. All and right, for, boys. Uh, you too, you're turning this podcast into uh, your own soapbox. So you're, the beliefs are taking over this shit too. So. I know, I know, and I try not to do it. That's two in a row. I won't touch the Leafs until the trade deadline. I promise you that, okay? We're done. We're done. I'm not going to get into shit It's all good. The Leafs sell, right? The Leafs sell. <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you guys hear that WinBet has a massive college basketball contest? The grand prize winner will receive a reserved seating area for four seats at the world-renowned Win Las Vegas Race and Sportsbook for the early round action of the college basketball tournament on Thursday, March 17th and Friday, March 18th, as well as two rooms at Win Las Vegas for a two-night stay. In addition, they will be awarded with the $1,000 in free bets on WinBet. Any WinBet patron that places a minimum $25 wager on college basketball during the promotional period will become eligible for the prize, and players can take advantage of the offer immediately. There is no limit to the number of entries that a patron can receive into the grand prize drawing. For example, if a patron wagers $1,000 on college basketball during the promotional period, they will receive 40 entries. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions are available at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. 
Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, boys, that covers what we got here. Oh, fuck, what do we got? We got nine games on Thursday. Holy shit. Boys, nine games for Thursday tomorrow. Are you ready to go or what? Oh, yeah. Uh, what was that? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Just oh, trying yeah. something new. Trying something new here. Come on. <laughs> Kool-Aid man over here. Let's <laughs> fall. Uh, all right. For the nine-game slate, we got on Thursday. What's the date? It would be Thursday, March the 3rd. Uh, kicking things off at the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Carolina Hurricanes against Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Uh, Carolina on the money line is paying off minus 135. Washington on the money line plus 115. Uh, Over-under is currently sitting at 6. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, I don't know, boys. Like, I, I feel like you got to take Carolina in this, right? Like The Canes obviously are the better team. Not to say Washington's bad. But uh, goaltending-wise, you know, there is a bit of an issue there in Washington. I do like the way Anderson has been playing. Although I think Carolina's on the first night of a back-to-back here. Yeah, they got Pittsburgh the following night. So this this could be a toughie, man. I don't know. With that being said, I'll take a gamble. I'll take a flyer out here on uh, Carolina on the money line, minus 135. You said it. it's the first half of back-to-back. So you, you got to make sure it's Anderson in that because we've seen Ranta kind of be, be a bit more shaky. But still, you have to you have to look the Hurricanes way here. They're, they've won five of their past six. They had a tough uh, overtime loss in Detroit there. But they've, they've beat some, some decent teams recently. beat the Oilers. Beat the Blue Jackets when they were hot. So, and the Caps, they just have not been impressive at all. They lost to the Flyers, lost to the Leafs, lost to the Rangers, lost three in a row there. So, you have to look Carolina's way, especially if Frederick Anderson's playing. I also do like the first period under one and a half. You can get it at plus 105. Uh it's gone under one and a half in 12 out of the past 15 Hurricanes games. So, they've been kind of coming out of the gates, clamping down on defense, and you can see a, a low-scoring first period there. I'm on the Capitals or the fuck. I'm on the Kings here. <laughs> the first sober pick the guy makes and holy yeah. shit. I had it muted there. I I, I fucked it up twice even. Uh, yeah, I'm on the Canes here as well. Uh, I know they're missing Tony D'Angelo, but they they got a lot of depth on the back end. Uh, of course, they got the very stingy PK, best in the league actually, and the the Capitals power play isn't what it used to be. They're bottom. Uh, 27th in the league now, and uh, Ovechkin hasn't been scoring lately. Uh, they're, they're playing good defense, which is why I also like the under. But uh, stronger play is also on the on the Canes here. And, although Anthony Mantha might be coming back for the Caps, that that's uh, that could give them a big bump. But um, all that said, uh, give me the Canes. Canes all the way here. Love it, buddy. Right there with you. Uh, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Minnesota Wild against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Uh, Minnesota money lines paid off minus 210. Philly on the money line plus 180. Big dog. Uh, Min- or, yeah, Minnesota on the puck lines paying off plus 112. Don't know what the extra two points are doing there, but that's okay. Over under sitting at six. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, Ryan, what's the word out of Philly, buddy? What do you see going on here? I'm honestly surprised this line is so low. I guess it's because Minnesota's been losing. They lost four in a row, but they lost twice to the Flames, who are one of the best teams in the league right now. Lost to the Leafs and kind of had a tough loss to the Senators, where they outshot them by nine. But the Flyers couldn't score against Edmonton, who was probably one of the worst defensive teams in the league. I mean, Koskinen did play well, but the Oilers were definitely the better team in that one. Flyers lost six or seven of their past eight. I mean, this is just the perfect spot for the Wild to get back on track here. So I like the Wild here to get it done, possibly on the puck line, plus 112, or or in regulation, you can get that probably around minus 140. Definitely looking the Wild's way here. Right, yeah. This is a, a good buy-low spot for the Wild. Obviously, they're a much better team here than the Flyers and a much healthier team, too. We know of all the uh, Flyers injuries. Uh Matt Dumba, though, is a bit of a loss for the Wild. They, that's that's a big reason why they haven't been playing as well lately. But still, that only minus 200 or so. That That's that's the way you got to look. Uh, I see regulation price at around minus 130, actually. that That's something I already bet. 
So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go chalk here again with the the Wild. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Uh, wild and regulation has to be the pay. I love that, especially if it's paying off minus 130. Um, also, might be kind of ballsy, might be kind of dumb. You won't know until after the first period, but I'm kind of leaning the under in this game at six, paying off plus 100 here. Uh, obviously, you expect, you know, Minnesota to score. But, Ryan, you touched on it. Philly couldn't even score against Edmonton, man. So that's uh, that's kind of intriguing right there. Do you really see Minnesota going in and putting up like a six spot or a five spot? Potentially. But uh, I'll sprinkle a little bit on the, on the under. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Ottawa Senators against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Ottawa money line paying off plus 330. Florida on the money line minus 410. Uh, holy shit, that's big. Florida on the puck line paying off minus 160. Over-under is currently sitting at 6.5. Uh, over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. So let's face it, there's no real point of betting anything. I guess maybe Florida puck line to get any money. Uh, you could take Ottawa as a dog if you think that they can kind of take down, you know, David Goliath's story here. I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, Florida team total might be the play. I also do like the over in this game. You know, what do we see? Ottawa put up some points against Tampa. They scored two early in that game. Uh, so the over sitting at 6.5, I think that's uh, yeah, so that might be the way I'm leaning. Yeah, that, that might be the way to look here. I mean, maybe worth just throwing half the unit on Ottawa on a, a plus 330. Someone in the Slack, I think it may have been Beijing Wings. I'm not sure exactly who said just throw oh, half Sharky. the unit on. Was it Sharky, Sharky? that said, said sharp, just sharp. one sharp shark? I mean, it's a sharp point by him. So, yeah, just throw throw something on all these big dogs. Maybe they'll win. I mean, Florida's lost three in a row all, all at home. Ottawa... Ottawa came out hot against Tampa Bay, then got kind of got nothing there. But Matt Murray has been playing better. Um, the over is probably a good look. I also don't mind the first period over. Florida's had 26 goals in their past 10 first periods. Uh, Ottawa's had 16. So you can get that probably. I'm seeing it here over one and a half at ooh, minus 170. Get the over two plus 100 and maybe try to get the uh, three goals there in the first or just the over in the game completely, over six and a half at minus 120. Yeah, it's a Panthers game. So the first place you look is the over uh, 32-19 for the season, over to the under. And uh, it's a home game, too. And they, they just uh, score goals for fun here. Bobrovsky's already confirmed in net, so that's a, a little concern. I mean, you'd rather have uh, um, Knight or they're, they're another backup in there. Uh, was, was it Johansson, I think? Yeah. That'd be nice for the over two, but even with Bobrovsky, he's not he's not perfect. Uh, you know, he, we'll see if he goes against Matt Murray or whomever. Uh, it doesn't really matter. The Panthers can score on any goal in the league. So, yeah, maybe the, the Panthers team total, that's probably at four and a half. <laughs> but uh, still, yeah, you, you got to look at the uh, the over here. Uh, I'm not as confident as, as you guys in the, the Sens to – be pesky here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> might be asking a lot. Uh, yeah, just just goals for me. Goals here uh, all the way. Yeah, for I mean, sure. Florida, Florida team total might be the better look. And it's worth mentioning, Ottawa already won once in Florida, 8-2 back in December. So, Ooh. I mean, that plus 330 look could be worth it. Panthers are on a losing streak, right? They're, they've lost three in a row, right? Yep. Yeah, so you got to get back on track here. I was just saying, they got to be catching. licking their... They got to be licking their chops at this game, man. Like, mm-hmm. fuck. Uh, all right, boys. Moving on to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Fuck, boys. This might be game of the night. This looks pretty sick, eh? Uh, game itself is in Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh money line paying off plus 150. Tampa Bay on the money line minus 170. Over-under is currently sitting at 6. Uh, both over-under paying off minus 110. Oh, shit. I don't know. Like, tip. Part of me wants to say, okay, let's say Pittsburgh as a dog plus 150. Like, that's unreal money, right? They could easily, I shouldn't say easily win this game, but they have just as good of a chance of beating Tampa as anybody else in the league. But, boys, these Bolts are on a five-game winning streak, and they've looked pretty goddamn good when they've been doing it. I like Tampa on the money line, paid off minus 170. Also, potential for a goalie game here, man. Tristan Jari's been pretty hot lately. Tampa Bay with Andre Vasilevsky, obviously best goalie in the world. He can steal a game whenever he wants potential goalie game here uh yeah maybe i'll take the under six at minus 110 i believe pittsburgh is on the first night of a back-to-back as well both teams are playing friday as well so that doesn't really matter uh yeah man fuck it give me tampa money line minus 170 give me the under six minus 110 
I think the obvious thing is kind of to lean Tampa's way. They, they won five in a row, uh, six of seven, won eight of their past ten, with their only losses being in Colorado in a game that they could have won. They also lost in a shootout to Vegas. So, I mean, they're playing really well. But you look at Pittsburgh. They 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 won their last two games, had a, had a few tough losses before that. But in their past ten games, they're right up there in expected goals for percentage. They're seventh in the league. Tampa's fourth in the league in the last ten games. So, this is like a huge price here, minus 170. I don't know if I'm comfortable paying that. So if I were to take a side, it, w- it would be Pittsburgh, just at plus 150. I think that's a, a great price for them. I do have in my notes here a potential pass game. And it is the first game of the back-to-back for both of them, like you said. So definitely check the goalie matchup. If it is Jari versus Vasilevsky, I, I could see a goalie game just like Talon does. Whoop, whoop. That's the sound <laughs> of a goalie game. <laughs> Assuming, of course, both these goalies get the start because uh, I don't want Brian Elliott and Casey DeSmith. Uh, I don't want under <laughs> seven if those are the two starters. Uh, yeah, yeah, these are both uh, very strong defensive teams, both elite goalies. And um, I think it'll be a tight checking affair, uh, kind of a playoff type atmosphere. Um, I also t- I also like the, the Penguins here. Uh, plus 150 is just too much. It's a little disrespectful to them, so I will take that uh, that that dog money. The line is just uh, too high. I think it'll come down, so I will bet that. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I if, yeah, I gotta check the goalie matchup though. You don't want to Smith against Vasilevsky, <laughs> uh, right? So that gets conditional here. But uh, yeah, assuming Jari starts all over Pittsburgh, all over the under. I think it should be Vasilevsky because they play Detroit on Friday, but Pittsburgh goes to uh, Carolina on Friday, so they could. Could go toss up there for for Jari or DeSmith. I, I don't yeah. think anyone's confirmed yet. You'd like to have think played uh, Jari on on the, both games, but back to back too, so that's possible as well. Now yeah. you would like to think if Tampa is playing Vasilevsky, they would go with Jari, right? But could go either way, man. Tampa and Carolina both pretty good teams, so Pittsburgh's got their work cut out from the next two days. Uh, moving down to the 7:30 p.m. slot here, we got the Vancouver Canucks against the New York Islanders. Didn't this game just happen? Uh, this time, the game itself is in New York. Vancouver money line's paying off plus 100. New York on the money line, minus 120. Uh, over under is sitting at 5.5. Over paying off plus 105. The under, minus 120. Uh, Jolie, what do you got here, bud? Uh, Canucks have been a bit of a wild card team lately. I can't quite figure them out. Like, uh, they, they play like gods one game and then total trash the next. Um, I mean, Elias Pedersen had his best game in like two years the other night against the Flames, but then... Uh, kind of shut down after that and before that but uh yeah i mean he, he can he can fire up and take this team I, I really don't have a strong play in this game uh i mean islanders are coming off their uh long road trip uh, i usually like to fade that angle you know when they get home and all that but uh yeah i'll just uh play vancouver as a lean here soft lean to the canucks I'm leaning hard into the Canucks here, baby. It's you got Thatcher Demko here. Canucks are kind of on a roll when he's in net. They, I mean, they lost seven two in New Jersey. That was on the second half of back to back. You had Halak there. Uh, since the All Star break, they've only lost three times. Twice was with uh, Halak starting. So Demko has been really good. And like you said, Islanders are coming back home after a long road trip. They they played hard in Colorado. Kind of blew that lead in the third period. So demoralized after that. I mean, kind of a, a long long ride back for them. So I, I like Vancouver here, even at just a, a slight dog, if you can call it that, at plus 100. I also don't mind the over 5.5 at, at plus 105. Uh, there were nine goals the last time these two teams played on February 9th in Vancouver. Islanders won 6-3. Uh, they've had six straight over games for the Canucks, seven of the past ten. The Islanders have been up and down recently overall, but they've been playing a lot of high-scoring games. Uh, four of their past five games have gone over 5.5, so... Even with Demko on net, I, I have to go with the, the plus money for over five and a half. And I, I also love the Canucks at plus 100. Yeah, I think I'm with you there, boys. Canucks plus 100 might be the play here. Uh, Joel, you touched on it. New York on a long road trip, just coming back from that. You know, finally getting to sleep in their own beds, getting a little bit comfy, you know, a little uh, a little too cozy for my liking at home after a long trip. So give me the Canucks here, plus 100. I like it. Uh, Ryan, you touched on it too, man. Last time these teams played, there is what, nine goals? So the over at 5.5 isn't definitely out of the question. Although, you know, Demko's a great goalie. You know, Sorokin, potential former future Leaf. If he does play, he could be good too. Uh, 
uh, fuck it. I'll take the over with you guys. Let's go. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. Uh, moving down to the 8.30 p.m. slot here. We got the Edmonton Oilers against the Chicago Blackhawks. Return of Duncan Keith like we touched on earlier. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, Edmonton money line paying off minus 150. Chicago money line plus 130. Uh, Edmonton on the puck line is paying off a nice plus 165. Over under sitting at six. Both over and under paying off minus 110. Oh, I don't know here, boys. This one... You know what? There's been a lot of talk in Edmonton's camp. They're like, oh, Mikko Koskinen's playing pretty well lately. Ooh, Mike fucking Smith's playing pretty well lately. I don't see it happening. Give me Chicago as a dog at home, plus 130 on the money line. I love the Blackhawks in this play here. I don't know, man. I think Edmonton might fall out. They're not really even... I know. I think they're in a wild card spot right now, but this is a team that has potential to miss playoffs, man. The, uh, the uh, Western Division, it's... There's a pretty big race going on there, so I think uh, I think the Oilers might be the odd man out come the end of the year here. I like Chicago. Give me the fucking Blackhawks plus 130 on the money line. I know Joel's giving up alcohol for Lampard. It sounds like you've been, you've had a little bit too much tonight, Talon. I mean, how, how can you like how can you like the Blackhawks in this game? I mean, they've lost four of their past five. Their one win was high scoring against New Jersey. Edmonton, I just saw them in person. They're really impressive. Their last three losses were against. Carolina, Tampa Bay, and Edmonton. Chicago is not those teams, so I'll, I'll leave the uh, nerd stats to Joel, assuming he has them as well, because the Oilers are a lot better than the Blackhawks recently. But yeah, this is really, really low line for the Oilers, so I love them here at minus one fifty, and the puck line at plus one sixty five could be could be worth it too. No stats. This is all about the line. Uh, we just saw the Oilers be uh, what was it minus one fifty five ish against the Flyers, and. Uh, uh, minus 150 against the Blackhawks. I, I I don't think the Blackhawks are uh, <laughs> are deserving of that that much credit there. That they, that it should be the same <laughs> same line there as the Flyers. Uh, if anything, it should be worse. I think the way, the way they've been playing. Um, and uh, the Oilers are getting guys back. We saw Yamamoto and Duncan Keith come back out of schedule last game, so that helps too because they, they have a few other guys missing. And the Blackhawks will be getting some guys back, admittedly. Uh, likely Taves, maybe Tyler Johnson, and I think Calvin DeHaan as well. But uh, that said, I, I think that those guys have been out for a while, especially uh, um, Taves, and I think Tyler Johnson was missing a lot, a lot of time too. So uh, they could be rusty. Counting on that, and counting on Duncan Keith that a big game as well. I don't know if I'm playing him anytime goal score like Talon there, but <laughs> if, maybe some goal block ball. shots. Yeah, some DFS <laughs> stuff. Um, and yeah, it's it's the third best power play in the league against the 28th worst penalty kill. So yeah, huge match advantage there for the Oilers, uh, and the, the line should be more than. I mean, I got it already at minus 140, so it's uh, it's already on the move towards a more correct spot. But even at minus 150. Uh, I like it a lot. All right, let, let me get my nerd stats in here then. Uh, over the past 10 games, the Oilers have the sixth best expected goals for a percentage of five on five. Blackhawks have the fifth worst expected goals for a per 60. Oilers have the second best behind only Florida. Chicago has the second worst. So Edmonton, as long as Koskinen starts, I love them here. Even if Smith starts, I, I probably lean that way. You guys are in for a rude awakening, baby. All you, you two fucking Bearcats, you're all in for an awakening. Chicago is going to get this win. Just you wait. Uh, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. 
Boston on the money line paying off minus 103. Vegas on the money line minus 117. Damn, those are weird odds. Uh, over unders paying off 5.5. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Oh, shit. I don't know here, boys. Like, fuck, are either of these teams on a back to back here? Let me look. Let me look. Uh, Vegas is on a back to back. Vegas has the Ducks the next night on the Friday. Ooh, fuck, I love Boston in this game. Give me the Dirty Broods minus 105. I want to see Jack Edwards just high as shit in Vegas broadcast in this game. I, I'll fuck, I'll take the Bruins just for that. Bruins, Jack Edwards, Stone does a g- bunch of goats. Fucking Brad Marchand doing some dirty shit in Vegas. Oh, you know, he's going to be greasing up the wheels and loving it. I love the Bruins on this play. I'm right there with you. The Boston won, what's that, five in a row before losing on the back-to-back to Anaheim. And Zegers scored in the final minute there to win it. Who knows what would have happened if it went to overtime. Vegas finally got a good win there against San Jose, but only by two. They're, they're still uh, five losses in their past seven games. Actually, their only two wins were against San Jose. So, I mean, they're not really playing well right now. Uh, Pacioretty is questionable, so if they get him back, it would be a big help. But... I just I love Boston here. I feel like even on the road, they've played some good road games. They beat the Kings seven nothing. They won in Seattle. They won in Ottawa. Uh, they won in San Jose. So I think Boston here at minus one hundred three. If you see them at plus odds, it's even better. But yeah, I kind of I love Boston here in, in in Vegas. Yeah, no doubt they're having a uh, a great road trip. Nice little stretch here. Um, and the Golden Knights they're they're struggling uh, to adjust with. Uh, stone out. I think Pacioretty might be out too, right? So, yeah, Eichel is uh, not fully acclimated yet to the team. He's still uh, he's he's playing hard, I guess, but uh, he's he's not quite himself yet. Uh, we'll see if he gets there. But I love the Bruins here as a dog. Uh, but the stronger play is uh, over five and a half at minus one fifteen, because uh, yeah, I say it almost every episode. Uh, the Knights are. You have a crazy uh, expected goals, crazy expected goals against. I think they're number five expected goals for and uh, number seven and worst expected goals against. So they're uh, with the likes of the Red Wings and the Coyotes and the, the Jets in that little cluster. So uh, not good there. So uh, there should be some goals scored here. Uh, I don't know if uh, Flanner's going to be playing. I guess he played the last game, right? So he should be back in net. Um and uh, all Mark Tui, he's no, he's no genius in that either. So I like the uh, over here. I don't see these. Uh, this is not a goalie game. <laughs> Dude, we don't, we don't have an opposite goalie game sound yet, but we'll, we'll be working on that. Uh, boys, before we move on here, I gotta say, give me a Knights Blackhawks, or sorry, a Bruins Blackhawks parlay. I'm gonna be fucking all in on that. Let's go, baby. Uh, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot, we got the Colorado Avalanche against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona. Uh, Colorado on the money lines paid off minus 420. Blaze it, baby! Arizona money lines paying off plus 335. Colorado on the puck line minus 160. Over under is sitting at 6.5. Over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, Jolie, what have we got here, dude? Well, I was impressed with the Avs uh, last game against the Islanders. Uh, I said the last episode that. That's the kind of team that usually beat us. Uh, it's a good sign for the playoffs, too, because more teams are going to be playing that way. Uh, and it was a nice comeback win, too. I mean, I bet the Islanders, but I was still happy to see the win. And, uh, yeah, the Coyotes are, are not the Islanders. Um, they're hardly an NHL team. Though they uh, they haven't pesky, I guess, at a few spots. I think they, they beat the or Did they beat the Avs that one time? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, that was the biggest biggest upset in like five years or something like that. So (laughs) the Avs aren't going to be looking past them. They're going to be they're going to be crushing them. Uh, Minus one and a half. What's the line we got here? Uh, Minus one sixty. Yeah, absolutely bettable. Yeah, the the Avs are going to roll here. We we know how good they are and uh, how bad the Coyotes are. So. Yeah, I know it's 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 the the dog days. We're still in the dog days. So. Some of these uh, big favorites can slip up and not perform, but I don't think that this is one of those spots. Give me the ass all the way. Yeah, we got uh, our good friend Vegmelka starting for the Coyotes, who has frustrated the ass before. They did win one shootout back on February 1st. They've lost a shootout back on uh, January 14th, and the ass beat them 5 nothing the next night. So, you know, 
plus 335. I mean, we said it before. Huge dogs like that. Throw a half unit on it. See what happens. I'm not too, too confident in, in the Avs to cover that puck line right now. They barely did it against against uh, the Islanders. They couldn't really do too much against against Vegas. Still beat them by one, despite getting outshot by 15. So I don't love the puck line at minus 160. You can probably get Arizona plus one and a half at plus odds. kind of like that. Or just possibly look at the over here. Six and a half plus 100. The Avs can put up put up four or five. Arizona can score two or three there to get, get, get you to seven or eight goals. Boys, I feel like we had this exact conversation last uh, last show when we were talking about Colorado against New York. And we were saying, I don't know if they can cover the puck line. And I said, I think we're overthinking it. And sure enough, they won that game 5-3. It was a greasy cover of the puck line, but it still counts. I see this team just beating the wheels off Arizona, man. Especially since last game they lost 3-2. That was like, what, like a couple weeks ago? That's got to be fresh in the memory, man. So I'll, I'm very confident taking Colorado on the puck line here at minus 160. Also, I find sometimes on like Betway, you can like, they have like a bet that's like the puck line and the over or puck line and the under. Uh, I'll probably sprinkle that. Fuck, I don't know. I I guess the over, I don't love it at 6.5, but yeah, fuck it. I, I can see it happen and let's go. I see Colorado just going in and beating the fucking wheels off this team here. Revenge game, baby. Let's go. Uh, moving down to the 10 p.m. slot again. Final game on the Thursday docket. Kind of a shit game for the last game on a heavy slate. But we got the Montreal Canadiens against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Montreal on the money line is paying off plus 330. Calgary on the money line minus 410. Uh, Flames on the puck line paying off minus 165. Over under sitting at 6. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Uh, Ryan, finish up the slate here, buddy. What do we got? Yeah, I th- I think Montreal's magic has kind of run out here. We saw we saw them come back from that 4-0 deficit to tie it at four against Winnipeg. Gave up four more in a row to lose eight four. So their winning streak ended at five. And you know the Flames, they're they're just so good right now. I mean they lost that they had that one stinker in Vancouver there, but besides that they've just been incredible. Nine out of ten wins since the All Star break. Eight of them were by at least two goals. The one win that wasn't was against Seattle, who kind of played some close games there. Uh, Montreal's Seven of our last nine losses were by at least two goals. So I think this is one of those games where you just don't ever think it. Take the Flames on the puck line, minus 165, and they'll get the job done. Yeah, I don't know if their magic is quite gone yet. I think that they're a better team against the Jets in the last game. But that said, uh, they're going against a much better team in the Flames here um, who are going to be uh, more prepared for them, I think. Uh, the Canadians caught a few teams off guard, uh, hence their upsets. But they haven't played better, so I've line is just uh, a little too high for me to uh, bet Calgary here. I would lean to the uh, the over instead. Although we could get the Hamburger back in net, and you know I'm not fading that guy. Love that uh, Andrew Hammond, um, and of course Marks from the other side. So it's a little uh, scary to bet the over there too if, if uh, we get those guys in net. But if it's Samuel Montembeau again, fuck Flames team total all the way. <laughs> and uh, on the leash because uh, Montembeau does not have it. At least uh, Hamburger can go on stretches of elite play, but I don't think we'll ever see that from uh, old Sammy M. Um, yeah, that's all I got for this this uh, game. I was digging and digging and digging and trying to find something worth playing here, but there's really nothing, right? Like Calgary puck line is the play. Um, over six, you know, with the push in play as well, that might be the way to go. Paying off minus 115, that's all right. Fuck, I don't know, Calgary team total, I guess. What's that sitting at? Like four and a half, maybe four? A- any one of those. Like, that's got to be it. Other than that, I-, I really don't know what else you would play here. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Bengals defied the odds this season by reaching the Super Bowl, but Cincinnati betters fell one game short. Unless you were one of the smart bettors who sold on PropSwap. PropSwappers made huge profits last week when they sold their Bengals Super Bowl tickets. Like Tim from Ohio, who sold his $100 40-to-1 Bengals ticket for $1,500 on PropSwap. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match 
Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, boys, that covers our Thursday slate. Move down to the Friday. We got seven games here, man. I feel like this is a this is like a, a maybe like a couple makeup games. Throw them in the schedule. Let's pump this out, right? But we got seven games on the Friday. Uh, the time of recording, we do not have lines yet. Uh, with that being said, we'll do what we always do. We'll run through the game, see if there's anything we'll uh, look out for, and. Uh, and we'll go from there. So kicking things off in the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, both teams on the second night of a back-to-back, I believe. Uh, yeah, with Carolina playing Washington and Pittsburgh playing Tampa. Fuck, man. This could be a little bit of a... I don't even know what to think here. Like, I guess you want to take Carolina, maybe, just because they're at home. That might give them the advantage. But Pittsburgh's no slouch on the road, man. They got a pretty good road record as well. I don't know. I fuck it. I guess give me the Canes. Yeah, I, th- I think you have to look the Canes way just because they have better goalie depth. Even though Joel said Pittsburgh has started jarring on, sec- on both halves of back to back, I think that'd be a big, big workload for him. So, especially against, especially against Carolina, I think Carolina will be decent sized favorites here. But I think they'll probably be worth taking it. Especially if I I could see Ranta starting on Thursday, and you, then you get Anderson against Pittsburgh, try to try to lay the hammer down. So yeah, give me uh, give me the Carolina here at home on Friday night. Yeah, it's hard to bet this game, and uh, both teams are on a back to back. Hard enough when one team is, but when both teams are, it's uh, almost impossible. But uh, absolutely, if this was just a normal game, both uh, starters in net, I would take the Canes all day long. I think they'd be about the same number as they are against the Caps here, even at home, in one minus one thirty. Um. Yeah, there's there's a bit of a you know, a regression possibly coming for the Kings with uh, their uh, bottom eight, I think, in expected goals against. Um, so could be some goals coming if, if Freddie Anderson doesn't keep playing the way he is. But uh, that said, I'm, I'm still I still love them. Uh, great team, great penalty kill, um, and great power play. So th- this team is they have the goods, and uh, even with Crosby and them on the other side. Uh, yeah, I just I just like Gaines as a much better team overall. All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the New Jersey Devils against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh, I, like, I guess you got to take the Rangers, but, like, I don't know, man. Devils have been kind of surprising some teams lately. I would say, you know, Devils have a shit-awful road record at 8-17-2, but, like, New York's that's not, is that even a road game, really? Was it like a thirty-minute drive? I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how distance works in the states. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'll take. Uh, I'll take the Devils as a dog here. Stranger things have happened, man. Igor Shosturkin's been absolutely incredible, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll sprinkle that a little bit. No, you gotta take Shosturkin here as as long as he's starting. He's he's been incredible, especially at home. Uh, Devils have haven't been great on the road recently. They lost eight five in Chicago, four three in Columbus. So you got to go with the Rangers here. I mean, they've won the past uh, seven meetings, I believe, I kind of before. Yeah, seven meetings, including 4-3 in a shootout this season. So they have their number. I mean, the Devils aren't much better this season than, than they were last season. Rangers feeling good after they win against the Blues. I think they'll keep that riding there. And I think they'll get back to what they normally play with an under game. Town made me think of... Uh... Old Tony Soprano going back and forth from uh, New York City. <laughs> I think it took a little more than a half hour, but uh, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, the it's kind of like an over team versus under team here. Um, and uh, when that happens, it's often just a, a matter of goaltending. Uh, and, of course, you want just Durkin for that, but they're going to be big favorites here. Uh, maybe parlay the Rangers and the under. I think that's a correlated so yeah that that's that's all i got here uh yeah just a strong defensive team with uh elite goaltending playing a, a team with very little structure and discipline just but uh, balls to the wall see if they can score some goals and uh in those type of games you want the discipline team so give me the rangers i just got the fucking sopranos intro song buddy right in my head i love it 
Uh, all right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, game itself is in Tampa Bay. Tampa on a back-to-back here. I don't think it's going to matter, no. Tampa's going to beat the fucking wheels off Detroit. Uh, maybe the over, though, like if Brian Elliott's in net. Um, Detroit does have some offensive firepower. They're a terrible road team. Uh, with that being said, man, sometimes you can score goals, right? So if the over's sitting at six, maybe even six and a half, fuck it, I'll lay, the, I'll lay uh, some money on that. Oh, yeah, you absolutely take the over, especially if Brian Elliott's starting. I mean, even even if not, I think I lean that way. Yeah, I go with Tampa at home as well. But the over, I mean, Detroit's had three straight overs and seven of their past eight. Tampa Bay's had four of their past five games go over the total. They scored five five last time against Ottawa. I could see them doing similar against a bad Detroit team that's not good on the road. So love the over if Elliott starts. I like it still if Vasilevsky somehow starts against Detroit and not against the the better team uh, in Pittsburgh on Thursday. But it should be Elliott, and I love the over. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking better than a pass, buddy. We'll take that all day long. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Los Angeles Kings against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Boys. Nope. Give me the fucking Kings. No way of taking Columbus in this game, man. LA, uh, what are they, second in the Pacific right now? Five points behind Calgary. Obviously, they got three games, so Calgary has three games in hand. Fuck it, man. Kings are kind of heating up at the right time of the year, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, give me LA. Now, it probably won't be paying off too much money line, but like maybe a regulation is the play. Maybe puck line if you're feeling a little spicy. But uh, yeah, I'll find some way to bet LA in this game. I think I just lean to whoever the dog is here. And it, it could be L.A. with Columbus. Columbus being at home, they've been kind of good recently. L.A. had had two two back-to-back losses now, including tonight against Dallas when I was on them as road dogs. So we got blown out 7-0 seven, seven by Boston before that. So, yeah, I, I would lean to whichever team is, is the dog here. Just, just it's pesky season. Go with a dog. Uh, Kings will not be the dog. I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, you'll have to bet the Jackets. <laughs> Uh, All right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I'm on the Kings, even as a favorite. <laughs> um, they're just playing much better hockey. They got a bit uh, unlucky today against the the Stars, and they, of course they got shelled against the Bruins seven nil. That was uh, a shellacking, but uh, it's not going to happen here. They're just a better team. So uh, yeah, they're actually number one in uh, shots against per game. So they're they're limiting chances to the other team. And uh, Anze Kopitar, of course, having a bounce-back season with uh, Phil Denote. Carrying some of the load defensively, he doesn't have to do all the work there, so he, he can uh, uh, put more effort into the offense. So, uh, yeah, I just I like the, the Kings here uh, in every way. I mean, the Blue Jackets, they, they can score. I mean, Liney's hot right now. Um, but uh, that's it. I'll just take the better team. Oh, I forgot about that. Give me line A uh, total shots, whatever it is. That's hit the past three times I bet it. I'm fucking keeping it going until it doesn't. Uh, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here. Gentlemen, we got the Minnesota Wild on the road against the hottest team in the league after tonight. The Red Hot, the Juggernaut, the fucking Juice Laying, Queen Slaying. Buffalo Sabres at home. Game itself is in Buffalo. I don't know, boys. Do you take the Sabres? Do you take a flyer out? They just trimmed up the Leafs. Fuck no, you don't. Minnesota on the second night of a back-to-back. It's not going to mean shit. They're going to pump the Flyers on the Thursday. They're going to go and beat the fucking wheels off the Sabres on the Friday. While they're currently on a four-game losing streak, they're going to turn that into a two-game winning streak pretty damn quickly. Now, how do you play them? That's the real question. I'm, I mean, puck line might be the only way here. I doubt regulation will be paying off too much. Maybe you'll be able to get like a minus 190. I really doubt it with the way that the dogs have been paying off lately. So, uh, yeah, give me uh, give me Minnesota puck line. Yeah, I, I think I'm right there with you. And I, and I meant to mention this when we were talking about the Wild Flyers game. I mean, it doesn't really matter who the Wild start. I mean, Kapanen has been playing a lot better recently over the past 10 games, 919 save percentage compared to Talbot's 883, but Talbot has a better track record. So, like, it doesn't really matter either way because there's there's recency bias versus just an overall better goaltender. But, yeah, you got to go with the Wild here. I think they're not going to 
fraud it up like the Leafs did, I think you go with the Wild on the puck line. Right, uh, Ryan uh, took what I was going to say there, but uh, I'll add that it could be a blessing in disguise because I think the Kakinen is the better goalie this year than um, old Talbot. So uh, if Talbot starts the uh, the first game and Kakinen the second, I think that's actually better for them. I don't know why Talbot's still considered the starter. But anyway, that that's good for them. And, uh, yeah, it's just a huge letdown spot for the Sabres after beating, um, well, I guess the Leafs are like a semi-rival, right? So, yeah, that, that's a huge win for them. And, uh, <laughs> and no. Uh, <laughs> gee, no. Well, the Leafs don't really consider anyone their rival, per se, right? Maybe, <laughs> if maybe we did, it wouldn't be Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might be a, a one-way rival, okay? But I'm sure they enjoyed that win over the Leafs. That said... Uh, yeah, just the the wild. Uh, you gotta take the wild here, even on a back to back. All right, moving out of the eight p.m. slot here, we got the Dallas Stars against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, game itself is in Winnipeg. Oh, boo, fuck! Uh, I feel like the Jets will be dogs here. Obviously, I don't know, man. Fuck it, I'll I'll take a flyer out of Winnipeg at home. You know, Mark Shifley will. Uh, have another shitty fight that you can't even call a fight, get taken down, and he'll rally up the fans, get them fucking going a little bit. I don't know. Uh, to me, this is a pass game, if anything, but if I had to pick, I'd... Uh, fuck it, dude. I'd sprinkle uh, I'd sprinkle the Jets, and also I'd sprinkle the under, too, man. Like, Connor Hellebuck hasn't been that great to start off the year. His numbers are coming around a little bit, but we all know what the guy can do, right? Like, there's no reason he can't step up and have himself a great night, too, so... I don't know. I hate this game, but I would take Jets in the under if I had to. Uh, I, I hate this matchup so much. I, I despise this matchup, especially with the stars on the road. If they're at home, you can say, okay, Dallas is, is pretty good at home, but on the road, they're they're not a good team. Winnipeg, I don't know what to make of them, but I do have a play for this game. Uh, I, I ta- I'm taking the draw here. They've met three Ooh. times so far this season. All three games have gone to overtime or a shootout. So what? give me the draw here. It's going to be in their, their last four dating back to 2019. So take the draw and uh, root for some uh, boring third period and go into overtime. Feels like this game has been played like 20 times a season. I mean, I'm with you guys. It is getting a little stale here because, um, yeah, this is the Spider-Man meme game. We're just like the same freaking team. Yeah. <laughs> um, same freaking game too. So yeah, just uh, stars are healthier. They're playing better. They are the better team overall, I'd say. But you never know when they they could just they just don't show up. Like they 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 can look so bad some games. But awesome. And others uh, similar for the Jets. Uh, they really should have lost that game to the Canadians. They didn't really deserve that win, considering the difference between the teams. Um, yeah, just. Uh, I'll take the stars here. Lean to the stars, but I, I do like that drop play. I mean, uh, you could also do like a a double chance where uh, you bet the bet the dog, and uh, if they win or it goes to overtime, you win the bet. So uh, that's just that'll just get you better price than the plus one and a half. Um, yeah, that that, uh, that that's yeah, that's that's all I got here. Freaking draw. <laughs> I love how that draw mi- play. How did we miss this obvious play here? So we have the stars. Where are stars? Oh, shit. We got the Jets. Where do Jets fly? Over us. Go with the over here. We're going to go 3-3 into overtime. We're going to get the draw and the over. There we go. Fuck yes. I love that play. We're on the fucking draw. We're on the over. 3-3, 4-4, going into OT. Winnipeg winner. Absolutely love that. Fuck, that gets me going, boys. That's insane. Uh, moving out of the last game we got on the docket here on the Friday night, we got the Vegas Golden Knights against who other than the fucking Anaheim Ducks at home in the Quack Palace. Game itself was in Anaheim. Ryan, finish us out here, buddy. What do we got in this game? Quack. Yes. Give me the fucking Ducks here at the Quack yes. Palace. Vegas on the second half of a back-to-back after a uh, a tough game on Thursday night against Boston. They're going to be, be down after losing that one, after starting Rob, Robin Lanner, go, going to the backup goalie there. Anaheim had, had a good win uh, against Boston. at or Yeah, Anaheim had, had a good win against Boston. Uh, they're, they're, they've been up and down recently, but at home they've, they've been okay. So at the Quack Palace here, I, I could see them potentially being dogs. So yeah, give me the Ducks here at the Quack Palace. I love it. 
Right. Uh, both teams not playing great these days. But, yeah, you guys are on the Ducks. I guess I'll be on the Ducks, too. Um, <laughs> not to look at the price. But, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely lean Ducks at this point. You've, you said it yourself, the back's back and all that with Vegas. Um, maybe the over, too, uh, given how poorly the, the Ducks goalies have played lately. And the uh, same thing I said about the Knights' Uh, Bruins game, just the, the Knights give up a lot of chances, but they also create a lot of chances, and the goaltending isn't special either. So, uh, yeah, Ducks in the over for me. Absolutely love both those plays. You know the Ducks are going to be dogs. I don't give a shit. I love them at home in this game in the Quack Palace. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights coming off a rough uh, slate against Boston. They're going to be hurting. Uh, Laurent Brassois, he's going to get his fucking tits lit. So give me the over on that play, too. Uh, yeah, man, this is uh, this is awesome. If you're looking for something to justify a bit too, you know, maybe you're not too sold on Anaheim in this game. Boys, they got a division record of nine, six, and three. That's uh, that's not bad. A lot of that came early when they were on a pretty big or a little bit of a heater there. But uh, yeah, I still love the Ducks in this game. I'm glad we're on the same page. It's a Friday night. We're betting the Ducks. You know that Slack group's gonna be quacking. You gotta take the Ducks here. We also got the. Uh... The Knights on the second half of back to back. They've lost their three in 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 this occurrence. They lost to the Avs three two. They lost to the Flames six nothing, and they lost to Carolina four three in overtime. So even more reason to take the Ducks. Fucking mortgage the house, baby. Let's go. Cool. Um, all right, boys. That covers up our show for uh, the Thursday Friday slate. So we'll move into our mortal locks, dogs, and totals here. Uh, Joel, why don't you read off where we stand here, bud? Well, we had our uh, players-only meeting last episode. I called you guys out, <laughs> said you fucking suck. And uh, we turned it around, so it looks a little better now. Uh, Talon's uh, down to minus 8.42 units. Ryan, he uh, knocked a chunk off his deficit, minus 20.54 now. And I'm sitting uh, just above level at plus 2.81 units. All right, we're clawing to get back to even, buddy. We're clawing to get back to even. We'll see what we can do by the end of the year. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Joel, you go first, buddy. You're in the lead here, man. Kick her off. I'm going back to the well. I'm going to the Oilers. They're having a great road trip, and I think they can finish it off with a win here. Just minus 150. Minus 150 is just not not short enough for me to ignore that. So uh, going to the better team there in the Oilers. And a dog will be the... The Penguins plus 150, same kind of thing. I think that that should be lower, maybe like plus 130, plus 135 ish, but plus 150. Love the pens there in that spot. Uh, it'll be a the tight checking game. I think that uh, they could be an overtime game too, so maybe fuck another draw. Um, my total will be uh, over five and a half in the Bruins Knights. Uh, I've been saying it all episode. Knights, yeah, just uh, create chances and they give up chances and bad goaltending. So, uh, Easy player there for me, over five and a half, minus 115. All right, uh, looking to keep going here. For my lock, I have the Minnesota Wild in regulation at minus 135 at the Flyers. Flyers could not score last game against Edmonton. I don't really think it matters who starts Talbot or Kakanen. They're they're not going to get it done here. Wild just have, have too much depth, and I like, like that price there at minus 135. My dog, I took a big dog last show, going with the uh, tiniest of dogs here, the Canucks, plus 100 at the Islanders. You're going to have Thatcher Demko. He's, he's been great for them, for the Canucks. Islanders coming back from a long road trip. I think the Canucks will upset them there on the road. My total, the uh, Canadians, Flames over six at minus 115. Calgary's been scoring a lot of goals, especially against bad teams. They've scored five or six themselves, if not seven over the past 10 games. Montreal's coming off a game where they gave up eight to Winnipeg. So you could see Calgary scoring four, five, or six themselves with Montreal chipping in one or two to help out for the over six. All right. For my luck, I got the Carolina Hurricanes money line against the Washington Capitals, paying off minus 135. Love Carolina in this game. First night of a back-to-back. You got to think they're going to be uh, going to be looking to crush the Caps. Also, guys, Capitals have an eagle on their jersey. You ever seen a bird try to fly into a fucking hurricane? They're not going to stand a chance. They're fucked. Carolina money line all the way uh, for my dog. Give me the Blackhawks versus the Edmonton Oilers plus 130. I love Chicago in this game. Duncan Keith coming back to Chicago. Going to be a big night for the Oilers, right? Wrong. Marc-Andre Fleury's a heartbreaker, but he's going to say not a chance. Give me the Blackhawks money line as a dog at home. Uh, and for my total, 
Ottawa Senators versus Florida Panthers over 6.5, paying off minus 120. Goals all around this game, but he might as well call themselves the Ottawa Goals against the Florida Goals in the Florida Goal Arena because this game is just going to be goals, goals, baby. Red light special. Let's fucking go. Love the over 6.5 at minus 120. Uh, boys, any consensus plays here? Uh, Ryan, I love your uh, your lock here, man. Minnesota regulation against Philly. Yep. Yeah, I thought all three of our locks would be consensus plays, but then you went went and took the uh, Blackhawks. So, I mean, love the Hurricanes, minus 135. I I don't yep. hate Pittsburgh as a dog. I don't know if I would call that like a consensus play, but it's, it's definitely a good value play there. I like Boston-Vegas over. I was going to say I like Boston. I'm surprised none of us took that as our lock because that, that's a great price for them. Mm. Good point. Even on the Friday slate, right? We were all on the Ducks. We were all on the Hurricanes against the Penguins, too. All on the know. draw on the Stars-Jets. <laughs> all on the draw on the Stars and Jets game. What a greasy play, but I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I think that covers it. Anyway, any of those, parlay any of those, whatever way you want. We'll uh, We'll be on board. All right, boys, that covers uh, that covers everything we got here, man. Uh, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, like we Ryan touched on it earlier, man, March Madness right around the corner for college hoops, uh, college baseball firing up, a constant USFL uh, information coming out. That league's going to be an absolute blast. Obviously, there's NHL stuff. NBA is rocking and rolling. Uh, baseball, NMLB can't get their shit together. Shocker not they stink uh good golf coverage going on mma they got it all man sports gaming podcast network website that's the place to be go check it out listen to the other shows too man absolute blast uh and of course boys shout out to all of our friends and pals in the sports gaming podcast network slack group especially the hockey channel man it's been fucking popping off it's an absolute blast i'm gonna throw in my khl picks after we're done you know editing this show and shit get that going for tomorrow uh fuck man that place is astonishing if you're not in the slack group get your ass in the slack group man yeah and and we don't shout out enough but the sports ground podcast network has an app it's just sgpn search for it and you can get all the shows there all the picks there are the articles everything you need just in a very convenient spot there and yeah i mean it's been a big month for us in february hope we can we can do more in march and uh it it helps out if you guys subscribe to the podcast so uh, you can search hockey gambling podcast wherever you listen to your podcast if that's on apple you can go to sg.pn slash hockey spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s and uh leave us a five-star rating and review so we have something to uh, pump our tires up with next show yeah if you guys don't leave us a review we're gonna fill that time slot with me talking about the leafs for three minutes every show and nobody wants to fucking hear that all right so leave us a goddamn review let's go even if it's shit we'll read it whatever i don't care tell us uh tell us what we can improve that's always cool too or pump our tires and get us feeling good uh all right everybody my name is talon jenkins you can find me on twitter at talon underscore 94 what's my twitter i don't fucking know at talon underscore jenkins 94 i'm ryan gilbert you can find me on twitter at r gilbert sop i'm joel Myron. you can find me blowing up the juice as i try to wean myself off the booze <laughs> good fucking luck yeah. peace Thank you.